Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to our number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. This is completely BS. Hour number two, taking you right up to noon. Then we'll hand it off to D'Lo and KC. Talking Kings went over the Hornets. Well, they beat down the Hornets last night. 123-98. to 98. First time all year they've swept a back-to-back. Mm. So congratulations. You know what? In fact, I, I meant to do this at the top of the show, and then Bill Belichick distracted me. But congratulations to the Sacramento Kings winning both games of a back-to-back. You love to see it. They eventually pulled away from the Detroit Pistons. They beat the heck out of the Hornets, and it's like, that's what you like to see. Like, go kick the hell out of some bad teams. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what you need to see. All right. I love it. We've been talking a lot because the the Warriors, on the other hand, got smoked by the uh, New Orleans Pelicans last night, a, a night after getting getting beat down by the Toronto Raptors, So, or a couple nights after getting beat down by the Toronto Raptors, and... The question becomes, okay, what's Golden State doing? Are they going to unload some assets? And is that something the Kings can take advantage of? And so you brought up a potential deal that acquires Moses Moody for the Kings, but it would also mean taking on Andrew Wiggins' hefty contract. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Wiggins this year is not nearly the player that he's been the last three years. And keep in mind, the, the last three seasons before this year, Wiggins with the Warriors. So this is 20 and 21, 21, 22, and then 22, 23. He was 38, 39, and 40% from three. Mm-hmm. 38, 39.3, and 39.6. Um, he was five, four and a half, and five rebounds a game, and then right about two assists a game in all those years. Then he was 19 points and then 17 points the following two years. Like, this has been a good, productive player overall. He yeah. has those stretches where he's really good and he'll disappear for a couple nights, but the nights he's really good, it's like, man, you're hitting 25 and 6 from Andrew Wiggins, like, and he's you're getting locked down defense. He's a shell of that player this year. And that's where the hang-up comes in. If you're looking at the, the Warriors and you're watching them or you're looking at, at his, his stats, you're going, no chance am I taking on that salary. No chance am I taking on that player. Even if it means getting a, a productive player in Moses Moody. Moses Moody has been good. Even if it means doing that. I, I want nothing to do with Andrew Wiggins. And honestly, if that's the stance, I get it. Because you run the risk if you're if you're the Kings. Because here's, here's the risk-reward, right? The reward is 
man, you get you get a player who's going to give you seventeen and five a night and play lockdown elite defense. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the potential reward. The risk is you get a player that's averaging twelve and four on twenty nine point eight percent from three, and has been relegated to the bench on a bad team. Yeah. And if that's just the player he is now, if whatever he went through personally has just taken his mind away from basketball and he's just not there, I don't know that. I, I'm that's a it, yeah. It's an that's an if. And this is just a player you're getting. Then, then that's not a player I would like to acquire, <laughs> especially at that salary. Yeah, I mean he's got three years and eighty five million left. Right. Where Harrison Barnes has two years and thirty six. Right. I think. And or if you're 37. getting and if you're getting ostensibly the same player, you'll just keep Barnes. Yeah, but, but if Mike Brown maybe talked to Andrew Wiggins, maybe he sees something on film or somebody in the front office sees something on film. They're like, hey, they're miscasting this guy. Mm-hmm. We think we can put him in this role. And if you're really confident that you're going to get something closer to what he's been in the last three years, then I don't hate it. In fact, I like it quite a bit. Well, that and, and but Kyle, that's a huge gamble. That's a huge amount of money. It is a huge amount of money, but I'm also like on day one. Moses Moody is probably sliding right into my starting lineup at my, at, you know, he's as a, as a starting shooting guard and people are like, wait, he doesn't start for the Warriors. Like, I don't care. He doesn't start for the Warriors because they have the ghost of, of Clay Thompson standing there. Every time, every time he plays, he played 22 minutes against the Raptors. All right. Seven of nine from the field, four of six from three he scores 21 points. Yeah. Last night he gets the Pelicans. He gets smoked 141, 105. He plays 25 minutes, eight of 18 from the field. Four of eight from three, 21 points. And he just does this. He was not in the rotation at all a couple years ago and then found his way into key minutes in the Western Conference Finals and produced. This is what he does. It's the, that's the bit with Moses Moody is stays ready. Moses yeah. Moody stays ready. Like, great. get. <laughs> I think he would thrive in an opportunity like Sacramento. I think he would too because, again, he is a catch-and-shoot. Yes player that plays really good defense has a wingspan you're looking for is a type of player that you might strike gold with not a super athlete but a strong enough athlete man yeah yeah i could be fine at the two yeah man so anyway i like i and and again i reached out to uh to eric pincus who is one of the the, great eric pincus the one of the great salary cap guys Corey matthews nemesis (laughs) okay uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's like it's a boy mo- meets world joke, and the character's name is Minkus. Oh, got it, got it. Um, yeah. See, I'm too old for that, Kyle. Ah, yeah, that's true. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, my bad. But I reached out to him, and I'm like, "Hey, here's the numbers. What are we looking at?" I said, "You know, Warriors are basically 42, uh, 41 to 42 million. He got back to me and said, "41.67 over the luxury tax. If you wipe six million dollars off of that, their luxury bill goes from." Wait for this, Kyle. One hundred and eighty-six million for their luxury tax bill. That's just the that's just the tax. That's not their. That's salary just cap. the bill. That's not their. That's no, not just their total salary. That's, that's just, just their salary. Yeah, their their luxury tax bill, and it drops to one forty-eight. You're talking about thirty-eight million dollars coming off the books, just in luxury tax minus six million, and that is for this year. Yeah. Same thing next year. 
You're gonna you're gonna save because they're repeat offenders, so they're they're in all kinds of trouble. Right, and that's so that's with the new rules when yeah. you're a repeat, you start like losing draft picks. Yes, it does a whole thing, and this is something that that Joe Lacob has always said. He will foot that bill as long as they are winning. They are how many games under five hundred now? Five. Uh, Four. Oh, I thought there are two. Am is I wrong? Two? Is it only two? I don't think it's only two. Well. Let me look. Please. Um, help me. Yeah, help, help me, me. Uh They they're are 17 and 20. 20 so right. they're three. They're 17 and 20. They're three games under. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't think that it, you can objectively look at this roster and look at this team if you're the owner that's footing that massive tax bill, that tax bill that is how many, how much more than the salary cap? Oh, uh, yeah, their tax bill is uh, the salary cap is 133 million this year. It is 50 million dollars more than just the salary cap. Yeah, and, and like look, their salary for this season is huge. Right. Yeah, their so, salary is I think that they're at 200 million in salary this year. So, uh, that's that's, that's where I that's why I think you're going to start seeing them try and unload however much they can. Because I don't think you can look at that if you're Joe Lacob and look at this team and go, okay, yeah, this is a championship contender that I'm going to continue paying out the wazoo for. Yeah. Kyle, they're, okay, so they're... And so, uh, so real quick, real quick. Yeah. Anybody going, why would the Warriors do X as we talk about this? Yes. That. It's that. Yeah, their their salary is 211800000 for this season. You add in the 186, they're almost to 400 million. Good lord! And, and Good for, lord. just for their payroll, <laughs> 400 million. And you're telling me that you can shave 44 million off that, and they're gonna say no? No. 400 million. Quick math before we go to break. 400 million. That's a 23.53 million dollars per win right now. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's too much. I don't think they're going to continue paying that. All right. Nope. Let, let's put a king let, let's put a pin in this king stuff for a moment. I want to shift gears and talk a little bit of NFL. The 49ers might lose a couple of of key pieces. One of their front office, one from their coaching staff. We'll tell you what it is next on ESPN 1320. Sacramento Sports Center. You're listening to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2, Sacramento Sports Leader. to the insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Ramsey, I see you on the line. We will get to you shortly. If you want to chime in on any of this Kings trade stuff, whether it's something that, that we've presented about Golden State or whether it's a different trade you have in mind for the Kings, as long as it's not Zach Levine, all right? Don't call me talking about a Zach Levine. Mm. I want to hear it. If that, like, I mostly because I don't, I, I don't, Maybe it's something the Kings are looking into. I just think everybody said what needed to be said about Zach Levine. It's a very line in the sand type of thing. You either want Zach Levine or you don't. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, even more than Zach Levine, the player, Zach Levine, the contract is just, it's its just a it's hard crazy. pass. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing 43, 46, and 49 million over the next three years. Yeah. That's not happening. But okay, I, hey, want, I want no part of that. If the Kings do it, they do it. I mean, I, that to me is just like 
That's crazy. I mean, again, we were talking during the break. People who want, you know, Miles Bridges. King shouldn't touch Miles Miles Bridges with a 10-foot pole. Like, just go look up the things that he's done and... Like you, you that goes should well not. be on the basketball court, bro. Yeah, I that's... don't get 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 him the hell out of the league. Well, you can't c- claim to be this team and then go make that move. I could you not agree more. With cannot you. do it. Could I don't not agree more with you. I don't care. If people say there are two sides to every story. Yeah, there's not when it comes to that. A thousand percent. Yeah, like no. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty is the number. Ramsey, what do you got? Good morning, gentlemen. Just calling and ask you to switch gears as you were trying to do about football. My man. And it had a thought about Bill Belichick. Okay. I know the Falcons need a coach. Arthur Blank will probably place the call. Could you see Bill Belichick with the Atlanta Falcons? Mm. Thanks, Ramsey. Uh, hmm. They don't have a quarterback. They're, they're starting No, but they're loaded. Line. Yeah. They're, they're loaded offensively. That's true. Belichick can piece together a defense as well as anybody. He can trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Boy, he could. <laughs> he sure could. <laughs> yeah, I don't... That's interesting. That's a really interesting one because Atlanta might just be a quarterback away. And... Yeah, but a quarterback away means you're a year or two away from being a, a being anything. Yeah. And how do you get a quarterback? Yeah, that's a tough one. I would, if I'm Belichick, I'm giving it a hard look for sure. And I'm making some calls to see what I would be able to do quarterback wise. Mm-hmm. But I would listen to the Falcons. I think I'd, if I'm Belichick, I'm listening to the Falcons. I'm listening to the Chargers. And I think I'm listening to Las Vegas. Oh, no. Yeah. You yeah, think I think so? I am. Their defense was very good at the end of the year. Yeah, but they're so far away on the Devontae Adams. They really are. I think Michael Mayer can play. Colton Miller. Yeah, I I, I, I get it. I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening if I'm Bill Belichick over there. Um, The 49ers, by the way, they might lose a couple of key names. The or the couple of, of uh, key members of of their team, one of their coaching staff, one from their front office. Mm-hmm. Steve Wilkes is being being talked about in in head the head coaching carousel. Okay, he has the Chargers, according to Kyle Shanahan, are the only team that have requested formally requested an interview. But he said he's gotten several calls about Wilkes. Okay, I don't think this is the hiring cycle for Wilkes. Bill Belichick's out there now. Mike Vrabel, who had a lot of success success in Tennessee, mm-hmm. is on the market. Jim Harbaugh is conceivably on the market. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator in Detroit, is on the market. Ajiro Evero, the defensive coordinator for the Panthers, has been a head coaching candidate for a while. I think he he is going to be a, a, a hot name. Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is out there, of course. Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator for Houston, is already mm. getting calls. So I don't think this is the hiring cycle for Wilkes this time. But I do think that this time next year, the 49ers are probably going to need to find a new defensive coordinator because when you look at the adjustment Steve Wilkes made at the bye week to get the 49ers right, when you look at what he did as the interim coach in Carolina, Carolina has had four coaches, including their two interims, over the last three years, two years, excuse Oof. me. Matt Rule, Chris Tabor, and oh my gosh. He was the he was their coach this year who got uh Frank Reich. 
had a combined three wins. And Steve Wilkes had six wins with that team in 12 games last year. Mm. Had them playing really well. And then this year they have the first pick in the draft again. So I think Steve Wilkes is going to really get consideration in next year's hiring cycle. So I don't think the Niners really need to worry about that one for now. And I'm not necessarily sure they are. Adam Peters, though, their assistant GM, is one of the two finalists. This is according to Jonathan Jones from CBS Sports. And then it's been confirmed by, I think, Ian Rappaport and David Aldridge. Yeah, David Aldridge, which is a strange NBA guy. plugged in in D.C., though. Yes, yes. So, and plugged in, I'm guessing, maybe with Josh Harris, owner of the Sixers, who's now the owner of the the Washington Commanders. But Adam Peters has has been with the 49ers since 2017. And if you don't know who that is... John Lynch is the GM, but he is like a figurehead. He is like the Queen of England, where he's out there as the GM. He's doing the press conferences. He's shaking hands, kissing babies, doing all that jazz. Adam Peters is the personnel guy behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. He had a long career as a personnel guy in Denver, came over with the 49ers. He was a VP of player personnel. When John Lynch signed his extension and got that promotion to president of football operations and general manager, Adam Peters also got a little promotion uh, to assistant general manager. For a long time, it was thought that Adam Peters was just going to succeed John Lynch. And eventually John Lynch would go do TV or something and Adam Peters would step in. And that was really buttressed by the fact that last year, I think he took one GM interview but turned down interviews in Arizona and Tennessee and said, no, nah, I don't want to. I'm going back to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, Adam Peters, there's a line of succession here. Well, I think he just didn't like those situations. Because Matt Barrows wrote today in The Athletic that that's not the case. John Lynch is very much the GM. And there's no sign that that's going to stop anytime soon. Combine that with the fact that Washington has new ownership. They have built this advisory committee, search committee, that includes... Bob Myers. Bob Myers, former Warriors president of basketball operations. The Warriors and 49ers are close. Two successful organizations in the Bay Area. Bob Myers and Adam Peters know each other. They've talked. So there's that connection there, and it's an opportunity for Peters to be the president of football operations and start from scratch with a new owner on a new team. That's huge for the 49ers because I think Peters has been a key player in building out these rosters. And Kyle Shanahan has final say on all the roster stuff, but Peters is the personnel guy. Mm. Peters is the one doing a lot of the scouting, well, not physically doing a lot of the scouting, but... but <clears throat> handling a lot of the tape type stuff yes when it comes to player acquisition scouting things like that so that would be a major major key to this whole operation that the 49ers would need to be replacing this offseason and i think it is a very very real possibility given that he's one of two finalists for that job in washington that the 49ers are going to miss maybe the biggest piece of their front office this offseason yeah, you hope that there's a line of uh, succession there. It's a very hard already. word to say. It is. <laughs> You're hoping that there's already a line there, that, that they already have somebody mm-hmm. that is has known that this is going to be the case I, and, and you know that they're developing behind them. Because I think the one thing that we've seen from this regime is you know they lose coaches every single year. They lose you know, Robert Sala, uh, D'Amico Ryans. Like they, they just keep losing coaches. Uh, Bobby Slowick. Uh, McDaniels, um, Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Matt, uh, not Matt LaFleur, but Mike LaFleur. Okay. They've also lost. Yeah. I mean, like what Shanahan has done is he's quickly built his own tree. And I, I wouldn't doubt to, that that we see sort of this tree sprout off of this as well, where you're starting to see front office personnel all over the league. And I, I would think that the, the Niners already have somebody. And then they probably have somebody behind that somebody because they know that once that guy steps into the role, uh, that he's probably going to be the next to go. Oddly enough, this has started to happen. But to your point, I think you're going to start to see it happen more Mm -hmm. given how long they've had this sustained success. Martin Mayhew, who worked with Adam Peters in the 49ers front office, was hired by Washington in 2021 to be their GM. Mm. And so he hasn't officially been fired yet, but chances are whoever gets hired will clear out that building and and hire a new. So maybe he retains Mayhew because he knows him. But if Mayhew's available, I could see the 49ers being like, hey, you want to come back? Yeah. And he's good. I think Martin Mayhew is very, very good at that job and would be fine for that job. But you're right, man. That's a If you're the 49ers and you have not been planning for some time for Adam Peters' exit... Then you're you're doing this wrong. Yeah, because like, he has been a hot commodity for four years. Yeah, how much money can you throw at him? Can you bump his title and just have Lynch go up a notch and just be the president of football ops or whatever? And then, like, I don't know. Like, if you were to try to retain him, but at some point, somebody wants you should want your your people to go out in the world and mm-hmm. and start their own thing to have your your coaching tree and your your uh, front office tree. And all that stuff. I mean, I think that's the one thing if you can say about Bill Belichick, he didn't really do. And, yeah. you know, it's going to be one of the the things that are left. His legacy will kind of die out with him. Yeah. Where a lot of these other coaches, I mean, a lot of the coaches still, Andy Reid is still part of the Bill Walsh coaching tree. You know, the, a, lot, a lot of these guys, it, like the coaching tree is a, a big sprawling thing. And I think Belichick, the one thing you could say is that his coaching tree probably isn't that great. The most successful thing to fall out of the Belichick tree from a coaching standpoint is Mike Vrabel, who played linebacker for Belichick. Mm-hmm. Didn't co- never coached under him. Super interesting. Yeah. Right. Mike Bibby on post game last night. Yep. Mentioned De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis as Hall of Famers. Future Hall of Famers. Forget the exact verbiage. Yep. I want to discuss that. I want to dig into that with you, and then we will continue also talking about some Kings trade stuff. The handoff, uh, D'Lo and KC, one of them will be in here next as well on The Insiders on ESPN 1320. You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2, Sacramento's sports leader. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ein. It's a complete crap. Now, back to the insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. You know what else is a complete crap? That the NBA is fine. Toronto Raptors head coach Darko Rajakovic. Rajakovic? 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 $25,000 for his rant at the officials after the Raptors loss on Tuesday to the Los Angeles Lakers where the Lakers shot 23 free throws in the fourth quarter to two for Toronto. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised it wasn't a little bit more, like 30, 35. Yeah, first-time offender. Oh, good for him. I wonder if they made it less because it was such a good rant. They were like, damn, got to kind of respect it. Respect to the rant. And I would also encourage people out there, if you've listened to us play the rant, which we've this done. This is completely BS. We've done multiple times, right? We yesterday showed it. We we run it, ran it twice. twice. Yeah. It's a complete crap. Yeah, go watch it because watching it is even better in my mind. Like he's very animated and like very intense, and it's it's a fun watch. And then when he goes, when he goes, Scotty Barnes, like Scotty that, Barnes, you can tell because he looks down to make sure that he's right that Scotty only shot two free throws. Oh yeah, you see him look down at his stat sheet. But he goes, Scotty, and then he like looks down, and you can see he's just so angry that he forgot Scotty Barnes' last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, it's 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 really, really good. So he got hit with a $25,000 fine. Not, yep. a, not, a, not a huge surprise. If I'm Scotty Barnes, though, I'm pitching in for that. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm the Raptors players, I'm, I'm passing the hat around. I'm saying, hey, let's chip it. The coach has got our back. Yeah. That was great. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. This is completely BS. I wish I could pay him for these drops. I know. Maybe next time the Toronto Raptors are in town, I'll bring him a bottle of wine. Pull up with a little Jiffy Lube gift card for him. Gift certificate. (laughs) Gift certificate. Yeah. Oh, we might have another giveaway coming up, Kyle. Yeah. So, so I I can't reveal too much at the moment. In fact, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can reveal any, but I'm going to say this much and (laughs) and hope I don't get in trouble. Um, We're going to be giving away Kings jerseys. Multiple. Oh, I thought you weren't going to say, and then all of a sudden you were. Well, yeah, I'm not going to tell people how to win or how they can win or how they can enter. But rumor has it that we're giving away Kings jerseys, courtesy of Jiffy Lube. Mm. TBD. All right. Um, I, but I'm, that's that's what, that's the scuttlebutt. It's the word on the street. All right. Mike Bibby last night, Kings legend, on post game. On the Kings TV. Mm-hmm. Referenced the Hall of Fame for DR and Fox and Demonis Sabonis. 
That's very interesting. Because it feels like they're trending that way. But I feel with both of them, the way I feel about like, it's a little bit, it's a different sports. So it, it's not a direct comparison, but I a little bit feel th- about them, De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis as Hall of Famers as I do about like George Kittle. Where, okay, I, I could, I could, I think Kenny is a big George Kittle for, for Hall of Fame guy. Like, I see it, but I just, I need more. Like, I need more. Okay. The foundation of a Hall of Fame resume is there, but I need Moss. Okay, so I, I will say this with Sabonis specifically, he's entered a range, right? So he's a three time All Star. If he's not an all-star this year, De'Aaron Fox is right. It, it's like the biggest travesty of all time. And that the coaches will will he, he I have believe his back. he will get it. Yeah, the coaches will be like, no, he's an all-star, right? The so, NBA the NBA should step in if they don't. You've got a guy who's averaging damn near a triple double on a team that wins consistently and has for the last two years, and you're not gonna make him a player in your showcase game. That's nuts. Yeah. That would be bananas. Anyways, go on. So you hit the fourth all-star game. You've come really close to putting your, your stamp on, on a career. If you get to six, I don't know how many players there are out there in, in NBA history that have made six all-star teams who aren't in the hall of fame. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's that many. And so I would be shocked, but that's where we're at. I mean, like he's a, what is he? 28 now? Like he's a young dude. And mm-hmm. the fact is that he's, he's building his resume Every single step of the way. Plus, he plays for the Lithuanian national team. Uh, plus, he helps a franchise snap a 16-year playoff drought. Like, plus, he's the son of a Hall of Famer. Like, these things start to add up. And so, I think Sabonis is, he's on a path. Um, he's still 27. He'll be 20, uh, 28 in May. Um, like, he's on an easy path. You can see where he could be an all-star for five more years straight. Like, that's how good he is, and yeah. that's how well he's playing. And if the Kings are good this whole time, he will get that type of respect. Now, Fox is at the beginning of his journey when it comes to this. And uh, making one all-star team is big, but he needs to back it up and make the second. Because once you make the second, it becomes easy, much easier just to be in the all-star game every year. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, I think that there's a possibility. But I think this all hinges on like whether the Kings can, can build a six to eight year playoff run where you know that's they, it. they even get to title contender status and all that. That's it. Because it, that's what helped get Chris Weber into the Hall of Fame. It's what helped get uh, Vlade Divac into the Hall of Fame, even though he's on the international ticket. His his success with the Kings, his yeah, success with the Lakers helped. Mm-hmm. Right. And to be honest, I, Charlotte? It uh well Charlotte and LA. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. But it's it's also what um, will eventually get Pesha Stoyakovich in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's a great shooter. He's a he's the best shooter to ever come from Europe. I don't think there's any question. Drazen Petrovic may have been able to hold that title, but he passed away way too young. Mm-hmm. Pesha Stoyakovic ended his career. He's third in the NBA in NBA history in three point makes. Yep, he's now like twenty sixth, but mm-hmm. that doesn't change the fact that like when he retired, that's who he was. That the game he played in, that's who he was. And gold medals with Yugoslavia. Uh, plenty of European basketball under his belt as well. So, um, but it all starts with a winning franchise, and and 
you know, stringing together a bunch of playoff appearances here in a row. Yeah, I think that's going to be the big thing. Domas might might get there just on numbers alone. I mean, he's averaging damn near 20 and 12 for the last five years. Yeah. Like, that's that's a crazy run. They, the the All-NBA stuff, I think, matters a little bit. But what you said about being a, on a title contender, I think, will be a big one for Fox. Mm-hmm. Where, because, yeah. like, the guard play, in, in specifically in the West is going to be really, really tough. And there might be a couple of years where, like, I mean, there were times... Remember Damian Lillard had that whole thing about not making the All-Star game? It felt like every year Damian Lillard was, like, an All-Star snub. Yeah. And I know it wasn't... It, I went back and looked. It wasn't as many as I thought. But I I could see that happening a couple times to Fox. I could see that happening where he gets pushed out of All-NBA voting a couple... Even if he's really, really good, which is where, okay, now that playoff success starts to matter. Yes. Now, can you get into the postseason? Okay, Maybe you maybe you didn't make all NBA, but can you lead a deep playoff run where maybe you go to the finals? Maybe you, maybe you win a ring, and I think that's kind of going to be the next step. So I, I think this is this is where I'll land on this. I think if the Kings continue their current trajectory and the trajectory I think they're on, mm-hmm. where they do wind up having this little run where. Okay, maybe they go to they'll go to the playoffs this year, and maybe they're a first or second round exit. But then the next couple years after that, the two, three, four years after that, you're going into every year, and you're going, hey, that that's a top two or three team in the West, yeah, and they have a real chance to go to the finals. If they continue that trajectory, I think it's because you're getting this version of Demonis Sabonis, you're getting an MVP version of De'Aaron Fox, and they are the two leaders on that team. The Kings will help define the rest of the 2020s. And that's punching your Hall of Fame ticket right there. I totally agree. And and like, look, uh, Sabonis finished what seventh in um, in MVP, MVP balloting last season, I believe. Uh, and, and so that's going to that's actually going to make a difference. He was seventh in MVP balloting. Mm-hmm. Like these are things when you look at where you are against the era of basketball. Right now, I think we can say that that Sabonis is going to go down as the third or fourth best center in this era right here. Mm. Now, Bam Adebayo might sneak in there because of his defensive prowess and and because Miami goes deep into the playoffs, mm. but I still have Sabonis, you know, if you're all NBA and you just keep up that that at that level and this year where they're going to take all NBA and positions it's positionless, mm. that means Sabonis has a much better shot of getting in. Right. Like I believe that that uh, that he will be an All NBA player. He'll start stacking these credentials. I think it'll be more. It'll be easier than we think when it's all said and done. Yeah. Especially if he's this good. Like, look, this is a. He was second in the NBA in win shares last year. Yeah, and this year he'll probably be top three, top four, top five. Yeah, he's, he's really, really impactful. It's just he he's not getting the fanfare. And then the one other thing I would say, Kyle, is things like. I know it sounds stupid. Things like De'Aaron Fox getting becoming the face of of Under Armour alongside Steph and maybe taking it like after Steph is gone and being the face of Under Armour, that matters. So things like Demonis Sabonis mm-hmm. having a Netflix show, mm-hmm. those things actually increase matter. Increase your profile. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it increases your profile and it makes you more of the upper echelon of the NBA where you would get that kind of status Mm-hmm. And those things actually help. And the fact yeah. that you're able to get that in Sacramento, wow. And I know that's frustrating. I know that's annoying 
that that kind of stuff, but it does. It does. It does. And whether happen. you whether you like it or not, whether you would like it to just be like, hey, Hall of Fame voter. The, I don't even know how the NBA votes on Hall of Fame, but how the Hall of Fame voters they should be grinding tape, and that's. I'm sorry, that's not. They're going to go look at stats, and mm-hmm. they're going to go, oh hey, Sabonis. Yeah, he he was in that Netflix show with LeBron and Jason Tatum, and Anthony Edwards and Jimmy Butler. You start like, thinking oh, him in that. that realm, right? Yep. And oh oh, De'Aaron Fox. Oh. The Under Armour guy, yeah, he he has. It was the Steph Curry's, and then it was the De'Aaron Fox shoe. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's that stuff matters as much as, like I said, as much as you don't want it to, it very much does. The other the other key is, and this this gets to kind of what I was saying, and you mentioned that with Sabonis, like he's not getting the recognition. You 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 absolutely have to one hundred percent do it in the postseason. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is the is the to me the poster child of that. Jimmy Butler to me leaves my brain as a superstar caliber player until the Heat get into the playoffs. And it's like, oh yeah, shoot, Jimmy Butler's really good. Oh, there's a there's Jimmy Butler just carrying another team to the finals. Sure. Yep. And that that so that's gonna be the next step. And I think the a little bit of the opposite thing happened with Nikola Jokic last year and why he didn't win a third consecutive MVP. Yeah. I saw the argument a lot of, hey, you can't win three straight MVPs without a ring. You got to do it in the playoffs, and I I was there, I was on I the Nuggets were awesome last year. They were the deserving champion. They were the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. But the entire season, I'm going. This is great, but can you do it in April? Can you do it in May? Can you do it in June? I haven't seen it yet. And then they did it, and now it's like, oh, okay, that validates everything. Yeah. If the Kings make a deep playoff run this year, you're going to all of a sudden see the Kevin O'Connors of the world and the people who who maybe overlook what Demonis Sabonis has done and is doing. And they're going to go, oh, well, that validates everything. That that 23 and 12 he averaged, yeah, that, that okay, I see it now. I, I, I see the vision. And it sucks that that's what it takes, and it's frustrating and it's annoying, and I totally get it. But that's just kind of the reality of what of what I think Demonis Sabonis and, and the Kings are dealing with. Let's welcome in Damian Barling of D'Lo and Casey. Welcome in uh, D'Lo to the handoff. I feel weird calling you D'Lo. I'm not going to lie. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't like. They don't. It. I know, but I feel like I have okay. to because you're D'Lo and KC. Yeah. No. It's Damian Barling. He's Kenny Carroll. It's fine. <laughs> Just don't do it on KSFM. We don't use government names on 102.5. Oh, okay. You can Damian. That's fine. Okay. Well, D'Lo and KC is very. Li- it's just the name of the show. Okay. All right. Both shows. <laughs> Multiple shows. <laughs> yes, it's the name of all shows. Uh, check out check out D'Lo and Casey from noon to four on ESPN thirteen twenty and from three to seven on KSFM. Yeah, don't ask any questions. Don't Trust me, it works. Questions. Yeah, yep. it works. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, Kenny's computer is crooked. I see it every day I come in here, and it oh, drives it me is. crazy. Oh my god, why did it you tell me that? It drives me nuts. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, Seth. Yeah, is Seth did. here? No, we lost him. He was, Dang, he's gone, gone? Seth now plays for the Kings and the Warriors. He was promoted to king of all things yesterday. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. Harris Seth yeah. Barnes? Oh. More like, well, Seth Curry wouldn't work because there actually <laughs> is, there is a, a Seth, Seth Curry. Curry. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's better, better. but I was just trying to find a, a person who played for, played I got for you. both. I got you. All right. Anyways, uh, De'Aaron Fox. Seth Brown? Dem- Never mind. Mm-hmm. Bit's dead. Go ahead. Well, oh, Mike, Mike, Mike was on both. Yeah, it's Got fine. It. Yeah, no, it's right. fine. Yeah. It's fine. Forget it. We good? Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Seth uh, Malone? No, stop it. Michael Malone? Stop it. <laughs> Focus. 
Come on, man. What are Seth we doing? Seth Barnes. Seth Cousins. Oh, great. Now James is in Seth on this. Seth Barnes. <laughs> yeah, DeMarcus played for both teams. Yeah. All right. J. Seth Thompson. Oh, no. I'm doing this the rest of the we, day. Buckle we lo- up, we lo- everybody. We, lo- we lost Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, De'Aaron, De'Aaron, De'Aaron. No, I'm focused. Here we go. The handoff. Damian Barling of D'Lo and Casey. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I expect better of you, James. Darren Fox and Damana Sabonis on a Hall of Fame track currently, yes. And what does it take for them to like be stamped Hall of Famers? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, trajectory, like, sure. It feels like De'Aaron's really early in that that trajectory, uh, but he's still, he, you know, he's still very young. Domas... Like I just I just don't know how these guys I just don't know how you ignore DeMontis Sabonis anymore. Like that dude, he's he does and and I and I swear part of the issue and I this was dumb. I think you brought this up yesterday, James, or I don't know if you brought it up on the show, or you brought it up with us Monday. For for some reason the the 20 point marker to me feels like a big deal I agree. for Domas. Like he's not averaging 19.8 points anymore. He's averaging like twenty something, and for some reason, I think twenty is like a it's like a mental like kick well, it's for because, basketball people. But it's also it's what we do everywhere you go. Like if you want to buy something and it says twenty dollars, you're like, oh, it's twenty bucks. If it says nineteen ninety nine, you're like, oh, it's nineteen bucks. So th- I think it's part of it. Yeah, you get caught up in this whole thing that he's not quite a twenty point right, game score. Right, and we look well, at twenty as like this weird like barometer. It's why yeah. I'm so sad that I don't think De'Aaron's going to get back to thirty. Like he's gonna have to go on like a scoring tear to get back to thirty, but it's like I really wanted him to average thirty points per game, and this you know this tough stretch I think has has killed that off a little bit. But Demontis Sabonis, like James, you've laid this out. You laid this out really from jump. He's already had multiple All Star appearances. You know he's a, he's a, he's an All NBA player. You, you, there's no reason to believe he can't continue to accumulate these these accomplishments. And he's he's on an all star trajectory right now, regardless of what the the votes are saying. And it's gonna be it's certainly gonna be a fight with the uh, with the all NBA because Anthony Davis is is playing this year. Not only is Anthony Davis playing, he's playing really well this year. Oh yeah. And so you 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 know the 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 conversation is always really boiled down to: Do you believe Domas is better than Bam? Like like. It, if mm-hmm. you if you're if you're ranking centers, there's no way you're ranking Demontis any lower than fourth. And I think if you're being really honest with yourself, you're probably not ranking him lower than third. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been spectacular. I, I would say the thing, if uh, how do you stamp it, right? I think you avoid what even Pascal Siakam has become, where he was a two-time All Star. Mm-hmm. Like Fox needs to become a two-time All Star, but then a three and a four. Mm-hmm. That's where you start to show that like you're one of the best of your class. And mm-hmm. I would even make that. He needs to get to the point where he, he, like Dame Lillard, like, no, Dame, of course, Dame, why are we asking? Dame's yeah. an all-star. Like right. he, that's, that's the, which is where it took, da- and that's, a, that's always a great comp to me because it took Dame a minute to get there. Yes. Even after he was Dame Lillard. Yep. It was like every February, <laughs> man, can you believe Dame didn't make the all-star team? Mm. And then he goes on this incredible second half stretch of the season. Yeah. Now there's now if Dames have it's not a question anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I want I, I I want De'Aaron to get to that point. Yeah, and I need I De'Aaron think, to drop an album. Oh, there I, it is. I, it's probably the most anti-De'Aaron Fox thing. <laughs> dropping a record. Yeah. I, I think though, like again, like looking at some of the players that do become one and two time, like Sabonis had that had that sort of potential to become like a two time All Star when he's young, but then not really make the All Star team again. 
And what mm-hmm. we've seen from him in Sacramento is just like, there's no way he's not an all-star. There's no yeah. way he's not uh, an all-NBA player. Yeah. Like what he's doing. But you you do have these other players around the league that make it once or they that make it twice yeah. and then never get back there. Even if, you know, again, like Siakam, he made it when he was 25. He made it again when he was 28. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of, there's not a pathway for him to keep making all-star teams. Andrew Wiggins, another example, by the way. Yeah, he you made those random one-off all-star years and then just nothing since. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's interesting. And, you know, I, Mike brought it up almost like, yeah, well, I mean, Keegan's playing with two guys that are, you know, probably Hall of Famers. I was like, oh, okay. That's interesting that you view them that way. And that's mm-hmm. where I think it's a good discussion. Yeah. I hope with the way De'Aaron is playing now and hopefully the way he, he continues to play is it causes people to look at the early part of his career differently. Like sometimes that yeah. happens with artists, right? Artists really take off and you look at the early, you know, like – People can talk about like Tupacalypse now or, or, or Strictly For My from Pac. They were appreciated a lot more after Me Against the World and All Eyes on Me came right. out. Like his entire catalog was looked at differently. I'm hoping that, are, are you laughing because James probably has never heard it's, any of those records before? Yeah, fine. no, I got you. But I know who Tupac is. I'm hoping De'Aaron's early years with a really, really bad Sacramento team start to, teams start to get looked at differently. And I was like, yo, this dude has actually always been good. We're just getting a chance to see a a stable front office, a stable coaching staff, and a stable roster. We're able mm-hmm. to see what that's able to do with 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 his level of talent. I think at the it ultimately, like maybe the numbers and the sheer just just volume of of numbers, and they hit all the right benchmarks, and they just wind up being Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. I think the thing, if you want to stamp it for sure, you have to be, and I and James and I talked about this, Damian, but you have to be a a on a winning team mm-hmm. that does so consistently and makes deep like Chris Bosch, the Toronto Raptor was not going to the Hall of Fame. Chris Bosch is going to the Hall of Fame because he was with the Heat. Well, and, and a again, lesser role. Siakam has a has a ring, mm-hmm. and I still don't think that no, that's, he's that he's built that that resume. I don't think so either. All right, Damian, what do you guys got coming up? But Dame does like th- oh. so, so like Dame We're Dame would have been a Hall of Famer, right? Like Dame doesn't have a ring, and let's hypothetically say he doesn't. He would have been a Hall of Famer. The Mitch Richmond of this conversation. Okay. No, no. Oh, that's really. a, yeah, no, no. No, it's a great. Yeah, that's that's a great comp. Yeah, I think Mitch has a ring in L.A. Well, he has a ring in L.A., but <laughs> he also it's a token ring. Spent but it's a ring. A, a huge amount yep. of time with one team making all star yeah. teams on a bad team. Uh, you're going to be well, shocked by this, but we've got the Kings coming up. That's oh, what we got. What? Yeah. Oh. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. Wow. Coach David guys... Patrick's going to be with us today. Matt George oh, also. Stingers up. All right for David Patrick, not for Matt George. Not a Sac State Hornet. Mm. Good amount of my face. He's a good guy, though. That's coming up next. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320, Sacramento Sports Center. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. 
The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.